Today is Tuesday, October 6th, which means yesterday we announced our pre-sale for Together for Advent, which is really fun. We do this just a couple weeks out of the year because we have to print them and then guarantee shipments so that you have them in time to start with your family on December 1st. So what does that mean for this episode? Well, Christmas is 81 days away. That's a long time, really, if you think about it. Maybe to you that feels a little stressful, but that's why we're here. I want to talk about already preparing to lighten your load and be present where it matters the most this holiday season. And I think you're going to enjoy this episode, and it will make you feel like you have some things to prepare for so that when December 1st hits, you can sit down with your family, have things planned out, start your together for Advent, of course, and just really spend those days connecting and making the season count for what matters the most. Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to families that stick together to step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted, turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome friend with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, who sometimes makes me wear dirty clothes from my hamper, Jennifer Zumbiel. We all know that hamper dive all too well, especially when it comes to any type of uniform, school, sports, whatever it is, that seems to be the most common dive around here. Today's review is for Together for Advent. This comes to us from Josie. She said, Tonight our family talked about times we felt God's presence, from seeing places of beauty around the world to feeling God when welcoming a baby into the family. This sparked some great conversation. I wanted to participate in Together for Advent as a way of engaging our kiddos, but I have loved the conversation it has created between my husband and I as well. Thank you. This Together for Advent is so much different than any Advent calendar you've ever seen, and I hope that when you bring it to your home, it brings the most special conversation and helps you slow down during an otherwise very busy season. All right, I know all this talk about Christmas, and you're like, what the heck? I am just trying to get through this crazy school year. I haven't figured out what my kids are being for Halloween, let alone if we're even having Halloween in my neighborhood, and you're throwing Christmas at me. You know what? It's just because I think that everything with this podcast, I've really tried to be proactive and help you as much as myself to kind of tackle these things before they become an issue because it's like the common metaphor about the weeds. If you just watch them and you think, I'll get to that later, I'll get to that later. A couple days pass and it is so overgrown, 
you think, my goodness, where do I even start? This is so defeating before I even begin. But had you plucked a couple weeds here, a couple weeds there, you would have maintained it and it would have been fine and there wouldn't have even been any overwhelm because it wouldn't have gotten to that point. So I, I just like to try to bring things to all of our attention and kind of have this discussion so that we can think ahead like a game of checkers and just think, okay, if I do this, what is that going to lead to? And then what will be the result? Is that good? Is it bad for our family? Let's try to stick to the things that are going to put us on the good path. And in this case right here, we are talking about the path to a less stressful, maybe less busy Christmas season for our family so that we can step back when December ends and think, oh my goodness, this was really special because as I've talked about before with the 12 summers, we all know we don't get that many. And Christmas season is so special with making all those childhood memories. I'm sure you can sit there and just recall so much goodness from your childhood regarding you know, those family traditions, going to grandma's house, the things you ate, the cookies you baked, driving around looking at Christmas lights. Even if in your parents' minds, it was stressful like we are feeling today. As a child, it's amazing and it's full of so much magic. And why not bring that to us as adults too? Because there's nothing worse than getting to the end of something you really wanted to enjoy and realize that, gosh, I have a little regret over this because I just didn't attack it or meet it or enjoy it the way that I wanted to. There's even a meme that comes around the holiday time and it says, it's time to switch from my everyday anxiety to my fancy Christmas anxiety. And yeah, that's humorous, but let's stop that. And I'm not talking about the, you know, clinical anxiety because that's another issue. I totally understand that. But I'm talking about the stress that holidays bring that does disappear when the holidays are over. So let's try to combat that before we ever get there. And we're going to dive into this episode with some fun things and have you leaving feeling pretty good about the next 81 days. I remember a dream I had one time where I woke up with this the weirdest feeling. It was like, why didn't Matt try to carry all of that? In my dream, he had to go to work and he had a ton of supplies and presentation equipment that he needed. Plus he had this suitcase and something else that was unidentifiable in that, you know, dream sort of way. But I was standing there in front of him along with our seven-year-old daughter at the time and we kept saying, let us help you get it to the car. And he'd say, no, no, I've got it, I've got it. He strapped it all on and positioned it in his hands just so, and then right before our eyes, he took a step and he collapsed. We were correct in assuming it was too heavy and he passed out after just one step. It's really crazy because you know those dreams that are so vivid. I can picture that right now, that whole sequence of events. But in the dream, I asked Julia to get a cold washcloth and that's when you know that like dreamy weirdness thing entered and she came back with a syringe. It was a really strange twist, but of course I woke up right then, so not sure what happened with the syringe. But my first thought was, Matt, why didn't you let us help you? How dumb was that? Then I immediately felt a wave of conviction and thought, 
oh my goodness, that's me, isn't it? Is that really me in that dream trying to carry so much all on my own, not asking for help when it's standing right in front of my face? Is it me who keeps piling it all up onto every little space I can find and then I convince myself that I can carry it without any kind of repercussion? Yep, hand raised here. Four kids, six schedules to juggle, a house to take care of, a business to run, friends and family relationships to keep up with, and I have tried to do it all, all by myself, and many days of that over and over. Why do we continue to do this? Aren't we much of the time exactly like Matt in my dream who denies the help right in front of us? And I think if we're talking about Christmas and the holiday season, it can pile up so quickly in the same exact way. And I don't know that people are actually sitting there saying, I'll help you, I'll help you. But in some sense they are because maybe it's the grandparents saying, well, if you want to do this Christmas play with the kids or this Christmas show, I can take them to it if it doesn't fit into your schedule or whatever. Or just the fact that we could lighten our load before we ever get to that point. But How does it all start out in our lives this way anyway? And not just at the holiday season, but all throughout. I think it starts out really innocently. We take care of the marriage. Then we have the baby. We juggle the responsibilities. We figure out how to manage our time just fine. Then maybe we have another child and our husband starts to travel for work and we have to help a sick friend. And before we know it, we have just committed ourselves to 10 times the amount of responsibilities we had only a short while ago. We think we can do it all because, well, honestly, we've done it all just fine up to this point. Maybe like the backpack, we just think we can add a little more weight because really, what's a little more, right? I can handle that. So years ago, I went to the doctor for panic attacks. It was when I had just my three girls and they were all ages four and under. We had also sold our house. I was trying to pack it up. We had nowhere to move yet. I had a husband that was traveling. Um, Yeah, pretty sure that all had something to do with these panic attacks. But here's what the doctor told me. He said in his matter-of-fact, without-hesitation voice, you have modern mom syndrome. At first I thought, don't be a smart bleep. Just give me the medical answer. But after coming up with a medical solution that did work, I realized he actually had a point. The best prescription he could have given me was to tell me to slow down, rest, and ask for help. Not exactly the easiest character trait in most moms I know, (laughs) myself included. But this isn't new advice, is it? We all know it's true. So why do we still have such a hard time getting to the point of asking or accepting. I think it's because like the frog in the boiling pot who can't notice the temperature rising until it's too late, the heaviness of our load typically happens gradually too. So what can we do to avoid the collapse? First, understand and accept that sometimes it's just going to pile on all at once. Okay, so if we already know this season that's coming up in a couple months, comes along with a whole lot of things that pile up all at once. Then we have to have a plan for what to do with our current needs. And that will help you put into practice the way you want to act 
when things get really heavy in another season, right? So here's some ideas. If you're a list maker, write out all your current responsibilities, your relationships, your meetings, your work, chores, personal health, everything you can think of, and ask yourself a few honest questions about them. And this will also work for any season you're in. So if you're if you want to do this with your current situation, just like everything that's normally um, your responsibility or what you foresee coming up, like I'm going to have to buy Christmas gifts. I'm going to have to keep my house clean. I'm going to have to set up a baking day with my aunt and my grandma. I'm going to have to make sure we do a breakfast with Santa. I'm going to have to do an advent calendar. I have to get the decorations out, whatever it might be. Ask yourself these questions whenever you see a lot of responsibility piling up on you. And these are just six little bullet point areas that I think will help. Do I feel like I am joyfully showing up to this? I think that's a really big one. Am I joyful when I do it? Now, I realize a lot of things that are a responsibility we are not going to feel joy about. But this is talking about just looking at all of them first and understanding, does it bring me joy? Is it a necessity? If it's not a necessity, should I be doing it if it's not making me happy? All right, the next one. What is keeping me from being joyful surrounding this? So maybe I'm not joyful about my responsibility that whatever you're thinking of, but why? Is it because it's disorganized? Do I need to declutter what surrounds it? So like mealtime, meal prep, if it's not bringing me joy and it used to bring me joy, I realize some people just don't like to be in the kitchen cooking a meal. That's fine. But let's think, if you used to enjoy it, what happened? Is it because you're rushing too fast? Is it because you don't like planning the meals? Is it because you have too many picky eaters? I mean, what is it? What could you do to, to kind of alleviate that? You could come up with something. You could come up with a family menu where everybody picks and you have that prepared. You could make some things in advance and put them in Ziploc bags in the freezer and pull them out in the morning to thaw out and then they're ready to go. I mean, the list goes on and on. You and I have taken some time together right now to talk about something that's really important to both of us, which is making Christmas more meaningful and to know that we are building our family traditions at Christmas around what Christmas even is about. So I want to share with you real quick how Together for Advent even works and why it is a different calendar experience for the time of preparation before Christmas. You will receive your Together for Advent, you will open it up, and inside will be a pink and gray card that says the story of Christmas. It is only five by seven inches. On the front is December 1st through the 12th, and on the back is December 13th through the 25th. You will also get two sticker sheets of 15 stickers each. You do have the option at checkout to add a For Little Ones page. This is 15 additional stickers that are designed especially for our children ages two to eight, so it makes the conversation prompts just a little more age appropriate so you don't have to adjust yours to fit them. Now, you will take your gray advent cover and you actually can unfold it to a poster that is a wreath drawn by my children and my designer Emily put it into this adorable drawing with all our sticker outlines. So that becomes your calendar. You put it up on your wall, your fridge, your bulletin board, wherever it works for you all. And then every time you peel a sticker, you put it up there and you count up the days to Christmas. In the middle of that calendar are five places 
for five of our pink stickers. And these pink stickers are just little Christmas activities you can do during the weeks leading up to Christmas. So on December 12th, maybe you're sitting at your kitchen table, maybe you're just on the couch, maybe it's a child's bedroom and you're all there gathered before bedtime prayers. And it is December 12th, so you grab your pink card and you read the little excerpt right there for the biblical story of Christmas. It says, Mary and Joseph had to travel to Bethlehem. And that is from Luke chapter two, verse four. And it gives you a little discussion starter here. On this card, it just says, can you imagine how scared Mary was to have to leave her hometown and deliver her baby in a faraway town? So picture your family sitting around the kitchen table and what that would lead to, just that little prompt right there. And then someone takes the sticker page, they peel the sticker that has the number 12 on it, and this one says, Name a time you've been nervous to do something even though you knew it had to be done. All right, now picture who's gonna jump in first, who's gonna give the most incredible response of something you didn't even know they were nervous about, but they knew it had to be done. Maybe it's your oldest child telling you a story of how they stood up for someone at school even though they were nervous to do it. Maybe it's your spouse telling you a story about how they had to sacrifice something for your family and your children get to hear about that. Whatever it is, you can imagine how beautiful this conversation is going to be. How even though in the craziness of that day, it's going to give you 10, 15, 20 minutes maybe of just quiet time together as a family, looking in each other's eyes, listening to one another, and just sharing what matters. And then of course, you take these green conversation starter stickers and each night someone new places it on the wreath on the corresponding date. And this is a constant reminder over 25 days of the conversations you all have had, the special moments, and how you have grown around what really matters to your family and your family values at Christmas. This is the beauty of how to gather for Advent takes the small moments and makes them count. This is how you slow down in a season that could otherwise be crazy and chaotic. Take time to gather together to grow with Together for Advent this season, now available at togethermoments.com. The next thing, if I don't have to do this, do I even want to do this? So I think that's always a really simple way to attack things, but I think we don't even stop long enough to ask ourselves that question. So let's think about the holidays in particular. I know we all have different things in our communities that are, you know, Christmas displays, Christmas things you can go to, and you don't have to do any of it, right? Do you really want to? Do your kids want to be doing it? If there's that one Christmas light show you go to in town, but everyone complains when they get there. No one wants to be there. But in your mind, it's what you've done since the kids were born, and you have all these cute pictures in that one spot every year, and you always force them to get a cute smile, and the picture turns out adorable. But by the end of the night, everyone's freezing and no one wanted to be there anyway. Then maybe it doesn't need to be a tradition anymore. <laughs> maybe you can come up with something new, but I think it's always good to think if I don't have to do it, do I even want to? And do the people in my family want to also? Another thing to stop and evaluate about the thing that's piling up is, am I serving people well when I do this? So at Christmas time in the in the holiday seasons, am I getting so stressed out about the 
cookies that I'm baking for all the neighbors, but is it serving people well when I do it? Well, yeah, maybe you love to do that because it's your, it's your love language. You love to give gifts and your neighbors expect it and they love your cookies. But you know what? Maybe this year you don't give them two dozen cookies. Maybe this year you give them a small tin of 10 really good ones, but you cut it down. So can you still serve them well, but drop the stress on you? And this is good for anything during all seasons of the year. Is what I'm choosing to do and pile on to myself and our family serving people well when I do it? I think another good thing to think about with this is like all those things we volunteer for, maybe at school, maybe with our child's sports team. Yeah, it's it's serving people well when you do that, of course. But could someone else jump in and fill that void if you were to finally say no to it? In a lot of situations, yeah, I think the answer is yes. Someone else could serve people and accomplish the goal just as well as you could. Then maybe we take it off our plate. Another thing is to ask yourself, is this keeping me from what I really want to be doing? I love this question because... We all know those situations where we end up doing something and we regret it because we really wanted to be somewhere else. And as long as it's not something that we absolutely have to be committed to, why are we doing it? I think so often we fill our schedules with things that keep us from doing what we really want to be doing. Let's think of, um, I have a daughter who played piano for several years not even several years. Who am I kidding? Maybe it was like 18 months. (laughs) But we have a piano teacher in our neighborhood. So it was great. And we have a piano. It was my grandfather's. And so everything was set up perfectly, right? You'd think I'd have a child that's a pianist, but I really don't. Um, (laughs) But I wanted her to do it because I never played piano. And I thought, oh, I know that you're going to grow up one day and regret that you never had music lessons because I, I do regret that. I wish that I had done that. Anyway, if I had kept sending my daughter to piano lessons when she didn't want to go, I would have been keeping her from doing what she really wanted to be doing, which was riding bikes in the neighborhood, playing in the backyard camp, playing with Legos, playing with the neighborhood kids, working on basketball in the driveway, doing more homework, whatever it is. I mean, the list goes on and on. If it's keeping you from what you really want to be doing, don't do it. And finally, is this leading to chaos in other areas of my life? I think we can say yes to a lot of those. If not sticking to your holiday budget is causing chaos in your marriage because it's causing financial stress, why are you doing it? Be really self-disciplined about that budget area. Know that you saying yes to hosting the holiday party for whatever group is causing you more chaos. Don't host it. Someone else can. Or you you know what? If it doesn't happen, that might be okay. I mean, I just think there's so many things that we can do to just really evaluate where we are placing our time and where we are piling on too much stuff. And after we do all this, I think we go back through and we see what can we say no to and get rid of. I totally realize this one can be tough because you may feel like you are letting someone down. And sometimes you do have to say no to even good things. 
Look at your list. See what you can outsource. Sometimes these are things you can outsource and pay for if it's in the budget, and sometimes it's just asking a friend or family member for help. For example, my daughter wanted to take brownies to school for the week of her birthday. And that week, it was so crazy, and baking two boxes of brownies might not seem like a big deal, but it really would have brought me more stress than joy. And I would want baking brownies for my daughter's birthday to feel joyful because I'm celebrating her, but I knew it wasn't going to. Well, she loves the brownies my mom makes, and my mom is always asking how she can help, so I didn't hesitate. I didn't feel guilty, and I immediately said, hey, call grandma. Ask her to make two boxes for you. She will love it. She did, and she did. (laughs) My mom even told us a sweet story of how she always loved her own grandma's brownies, and would actually ask her to bake them for her friends too. So this was a win, win, win. Ask for the help. Finally, choose the things from the list that you know you need to show up really well for and make sure you give those your best. Remember, quality over quantity wins every time. So when we're thinking about the holidays, we don't need to go to the three nativity displays around town, the two holiday light shows, and have three holiday parties every weekend that we are bouncing back and forth from. Yes, it may mean saying no to somebody and possibly hurting their feelings in the short term, but if it brings less stress to your own family and keeps all those things from piling up, that is the most important because guess what? When you get to the end of that holiday season or any season of life that you're in, This might be harsh, but it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It's not them that you care about. Your end goal is a strong family and a family that feels connected, feels like your words count, your moments are meaningful, and you grow stronger every day. And we have to eliminate the things that are not choosing growth for our own family. And if that means that we have to cut things out, then we have to do that. Take some time today to really analyze your load for today, for all the seasons that you're going through, and especially over the next 81 days up to the holiday season. See what you are trying to carry all by yourself. I know this episode gave you a lot of good questions to ask yourself, a lot of things to write down and evaluate. If you are imagining how to manage the busy schedule in a way that leaves you with less guilt and more meaning, I have an interactive guide on our website for free. It will take you through five steps to silence that noise and safeguard your family values. I mentioned this in episode 17. You can go to togethermoments.com slash free. You can download it right there. It's simple. It's quick because us busy mamas need that. And it's very meaningful. And one more thing, ink. (laughs) I know that you get these downloads and you're like, ah, I don't want to print all this. You put it in all this color and it's stealing all my ink. Well, I did make you a not as pretty, but practical low ink printable version as well, because yes, I am always thinking of you. Again, go to togethermoments.com slash free, and it's called Your Busy Family Schedule, Five Steps to Less Guilt and More Meaning. Now, back to that dream. I'm not sure why my daughter brought the syringe in my dream, but I'm pretty sure it had something to do with bringing us back to life when we simply ask for the help.
Finally, the very best tool I can offer your family this Christmas season to slow down and connect around what is meaningful and what matters, which is your words and growing stronger, is our To Gather for Advent conversation sticker calendar. You all are going to love it. If you haven't tried it yet, you're going to see why it's one of our most high demand products and it is because it really works. It is the best way to look at the biblical Christmas story and take the theme of what's happening there and turn it into a prompt that makes your family have a conversation that applies that theme to today's real life. And anytime you get a chance to speak words like that in a quick moment, in like 10 minutes altogether, you are going to grow. This is an advent calendar you can do at your kitchen table. You can do before bedtime. You can do in the car together. Wherever you are, it's going to be conversation starters that start way more. You can get those right now on togethermoments.com. And if you use code ADVENT, 20 until this Saturday, October 10th, you will get free shipping. After that, you just order up till October 20th. Your calendar will be guaranteed. After that, it's just limited supply and every calendar ships out on or before November 19th to ensure that your family can start it by December 1st. And don't forget, if your kiddos are ages two to eight, we do have our For Little Ones sticker page that's an add-on so that you have prompts to go with your advent calendar designed especially for them, and they create the sweetest conversation with your little ones. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.